you want to implement the same marketing techniques to showcase the culture of your practice to prospective team members as you do prospective new patients. So you want to use social media. Welcome to the Mettler Marketing Podcast, where we will talk about marketing strategies and tactics to grow your practice. I am your host, Linda Mettler, and I have worked with dental practices for several years now, and I want to share my knowledge and experience with you so that you can gain valuable and actionable steps on how to grow your practice. We will talk about the latest and greatest in marketing, feature some guest speakers so that you can hear firsthand what is and is not working, and help you unravel the complexities of the digital marketing world. I work really closely with my clients, so we will also delve into some other issues that affect your practice from time to time, such as staffing problems, COVID protocols, and similar issues. Good morning, everybody. How are you? I hope you're having a wonderful day today. Uh, This morning, I want to chat with you about something that seems to be pretty prevalent in the dental industry right now. And I was uh, just reading an article in the ADA journal over the weekend about it as well. And something that we're definitely seeing um, with all of our client offices in every state. And that is the problem of staffing. Um, That seems to be the biggest post-COVID problem right now is the staffing shortage. Um, I feel like all of our offices are at about anywhere from 85% to 95% staffing levels. And in fact, in the article from the ADA that I was reading uh, this weekend said that nationally offices are at about 86% of pre-COVID patient levels. However, the staffing levels are not anywhere near back to this level. So that does seem to be a very timely problem that dental offices are having. And I've had lots of discussions with our clients, which has been interesting to me because it's not necessarily a marketing issue. So right now I kind of wish I owned a a staffing agency. (laughs) Uh, However, I think staffing agencies are having the same problem of finding good qualified candidates. And there's a few reasons for this problem. Um, You know, COVID itself really affected uh, people. So there's those people that actually felt, you know, unsafe to come back to work. And you know, a lot of people couldn't come back to work because they just were quarantined, you know, uh, so much due to family members having COVID or their daycare providers having COVID. And it just made it very tough for people to come back to work due to the COVID virus itself. Then you have the, had the segment of people who decided maybe they'd been in the dental industry for a while, maybe those assistants or hygienists that had been you know, working for 15 or 20 years and decided they didn't want to go back and deal with all the PPE equipment and all the problems um, of, of, you know, the COVID office. So they decided to retire and get out of the dental industry. So you have those segment of, of people. And then unfortunately, we have the segment of people who maybe took advantage or decided to just stay out on unemployment a little bit longer with the uh, pandemic unemployment assistance, you do have those those people who just decided, hey, we're not going to go back to work and, you know, 
take that risk when we can stay at home on, on unemployment. So all of that has led to a huge staffing shortage in the dental industry. Um, and in fact, it's a little bit like the real estate market. The lab- Right now, the labor market has definitely changed in the past year or few years. Probably it's taken a couple years to get this way. But instead of being uh, an employer's market, right now it's a job seeker's market. Um, these job seekers are you know, able to pretty much get what they want. Um, my clients are telling me that you know, pay rates have definitely gone up and that I have one client that has told me that just to get somebody to show up for an interview, for an admin position, for a front desk position, they have to pay a minimum of 25 an hour just to get people to show up for an, for an interview. And that's a minimum. I'm seeing, um, dental assistants, getting 25 to 30 an hour and hygienists are currently getting 45 to 50 an hour and interestingly enough the front desk positions and dental assistants i think are the hardest positions that dental offices are having to fill right now at least with our clients Um, hygienists they do seem to be able to find um, but assistants and front desk people and the turnover has really been a problem. I'm wondering if if you you, you often you dentists or dental professionals listening to my podcast are seeing the same thing. And if you are, I'd love to hear from you. So so please you know check our website and hit me up on email or even give me a call or DM me because I would love to hear if this is a problem with other offices as well. Um, I'm thinking it probably is. In you know, and part of the problem with it too, or not not the problem, but one of the side effects of this problem is the cost of recruiting. So if you're using a staffing agency, one of the top agencies, you're definitely paying a lot of fees for that. But even if you're just using Indeed or LinkedIn or Facebook to advertise your open positions, that there's a cost to that as well. You know, you've got to pay those online ad fees. Uh, so, you know, that's a huge cost and turnover is a huge cost. I'm hearing offices say that once they do find people, that part of their frustration is that within, you know, even as little as two months, they're losing those staffing, those new staff hires, because maybe they're looking at other jobs that pay three to five dollars an hour more, and those people are out the door, they're they're leaving. So there doesn't seem to be a lot of, um, you know, loyalty or commitment on these job seekers. So it is a big problem that I'm seeing in dental offices. If you're having the same problem, I'd love to talk to you because I'd love to hear either how you're dealing with it or what if you're doing anything unique that we can share with our clients or, you know, maybe I can share some some of our clients' information and tips with you. So please reach out to me on this. Um, But that kind of brings me back to your marketing and why your marketing is more important for than just new patient acquisition. It's important for staffing. It's important for people for you to attract people that want to that you want to come and work in your office. Your brand is a reflection of you. It's a reflection of your office, your culture, and who you are and how you operate your dental office. And that's important for staffing because you want to attract 
the best and brightest team members, not just new patients. Obviously, everyone wants to get new patients, but you need to attract the best and brightest team members. And right now, your brand has never been more important in order to do that. You want to implement the same marketing techniques to showcase the culture of your practice to prospective team members as you do prospective new patients. So you want to use social media. You, you want to highlight uh, things that your existing team members have going on, special events. You want to showcase what a warm and wonderful culture you have in your office. And you want prospective job seekers to really want to come to work for you. So you need to have that come across in your marketing, in your website, and hugely in your social media because those job seekers, people that are going to answer your ads or send you their resumes, they're going to check you out. They want to see what's happening in your office. They want to know, is this a high drama office or a low drama office? What's the culture like? Does does the doctor promote, you know, a really caring, wonderful, warm and welcoming culture in that office? Or is this just a job? And if, if you're an office where they perceive you as just a job, you're not going to retain that employee, not in this market at all. I have a client in Arizona who does such a wonderful job with their culture. They, they really do put their staff members first and it shows he's got team members. I think the least, um, the least seniority there is eight years and the highest is 14 years. That's almost unheard of in a dental office to keep staff for 14 years. Actually, I have another client, a newer client in Colorado that actually their hygienist has been there 30 years. That's incredible. So those types of offices are families. It's a family environment and they treat their staff like family. They make a big deal on their birthdays. They give them time off if their kids are sick. Uh, you, you know, they do an annual trip, a retreat where they take all of their staff members, maybe to the beach or, you know, out on a, on an outing. Um, they promote continuing education so that their staff can continually learn new things. But they also promote just such a sense of caring and well-being for those staff members. And then that comes through with their marketing. People actually seek their offices out to go work for them. So if your marketing needs some help or if you're wondering why your marketing is so important, it's not just for new patients. It's also for new staff and new team members that you need. And right now, I know everybody needs them and everybody needs to retain them. That's huge. Just think about how much brain damage you go through to and, and costs to acquire that that new team member to put those ads together, to read through resumes, to spend time interviewing people. You want to retain that staff once you get them there. Just, just like a new patient, you go through a lot of cost and a lot of effort to get those new patients in the door. So you want to create that same wonderful experience and environment to keep the team members as you do the new patients. So let's talk a little bit about the actual process uh, to get those those new team members in in the door and get them to submit a resume. So to attract that 
that highly qualified person, you've got to create an experience for them. And what I mean by that is from, you know, the very get-go, you've got to write a really terrific job description. You've got to tell them everything about your office, why they should want to work there. Uh, But you've also got to let them know what the job entails and what you need from them because you need it to be a good fit. You need them to give you all the attributes that you need, but they need to have those attributes from you as well. So in that application experience, you you want your online application to have an automated response. That automated response needs to be immediate. So from the time they submit their application online, you need to have an automated response that thanks them for that application submission and lets them know when you're going to be reaching out to them and you need to reach out to them within 12 to 24 hours. So, and when you do, you need to really sell yourself, sell that, sell your office. You need to communicate to that potential, to that job seeker, the benefits of working in your office, why they should come and work for you. You, and you also want to communicate the core values of your practice because you want to make sure that that's in alignment with what that job seeker is looking for. And when you are screening your candidates, um, whether it's via interview or online virtual, there are a few key questions. There's a lot of questions you want to ask them, of course, um, but there's some key questions when interviewing that I think would be good for you to ask. And one of those questions is this, is what is the one thing you would like to do better? And what's your plan for improving? That question, if you ask that question of an, of a job seeker, they have to think about that answer. And they're, you're going to get a little insight as to who they are with that. Another question along that same vein would be, tell me about the relationships you've had with people you've worked with. Describe the good and the bad relationships. That question, again, is going to, you know, require some insight and some thought from that candidate. So you're going to get, you know, not just a yes or no answer or not just, oh, I worked here five years or there three years. You're going to get a little more thought and insight into who that person is. You can also ask them something like, what is their definition of hard work? And ask them to describe the boss who would get the very best work from you. And then, you know, one one question that I, I would definitely ask is, what is it about this opportunity that excites you the most? And of course, like I say, those are just a handful of questions. Um, I can send you a list of about 20 of them if you'd like. If you want that list, just DM me and I'll send that right over to you. Uh, I'm certainly not a staffing or recruiting expert, but I do read a lot about this and study this and work with some staffing agencies and dental associations. Uh, So I do have some resources if you need some help with that, and I'm happy to share those resources with you. Um, Again, I'd love to hear what you're seeing in your dental practice, in your office, and if you have some tips for our clients that could help them in the staffing arena, I'd love to be able to share those and would love to share any of our tips with you that could help you with staffing as well. So one thing you definitely want to be really mindful of 
while you're looking for new staff members is your social media because those job seekers are absolutely going to check you out on social media. No no question about it, 100% of them are. They're gonna look to see what kind of culture you have, what kind of things are going on in that office. They're gonna even do their homework and find out who your other staff members are they're going to check them out on social media. That's how far they're going to go. It's it's true. I, I, you may not believe it, but they are. So, you know, work on your branding. Make sure it reflects who you are, who your office is, not only for new patient acquisitions, but for attracting those new team members that you want to have on your in your office working for you. And make sure your social media is really reflecting of your culture. That's my number one tip. Um, and please, please reach out to me. I would love to hear from you. Love to find out what's going on in your community and your practice with staffing and see if we can collaborate and make it easier for you. And maybe you can help some of our clients even because it is definitely a job seekers market, but we want your practice to run smoothly. Everybody does. And, uh, I'd, I'd love to just, you know, collaborate and hear your ideas and see if we can, can share and make, make staffing and life better for everybody. All right. Well, hope you have a great day and I look forward to hearing from you soon. Are you committed to the growth of your practice? Mettler Marketing can help. At Mettler Marketing, we help dental practices gain new patients, increase referrals, and maximize patient retention with customized marketing solutions tailored to fit your needs. Visit www.mettlermarketing.com to schedule a free consultation and learn how we can help grow your practice. Thank you for tuning in to the Mettler Marketing Podcast. Please share this episode with your friends and colleagues. If you would like to be a guest on our show, visit MettlerMarketing.com and drop us a note. Remember to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast and help our show reach more listeners.